Welcome everybody to One Bourbon, One Scotch, Two Beards, a matter of opinion podcast. My name is Daniel and I'm joined of course by my co-host Ryan. Yo. And today's topic is top five 90s cartoons. Yes, sir. Now, we're both 90s babies. Yep. Yep. You know, that's that's the time period we grew up. Um, so this is definitely a uh, blast from the past. Yeah, another nostalgia. We love nostalgia. I've come to I've come to uh, accept that we are nostalgia um, lovers. It's a dangerous thing, though, man. You can get caught up in nostalgia. You can get, you can get caught up in it. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk a little bit of what we're drinking tonight. Ryan, what are we having? We have from the Ryan and Gerst Beer Beer and Company, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Gerst Brewery. Ryan Geist. This is going to be a good one. Ryan Geist. Ryan Geist Brewing Company. There we go. Um, beer for humans, an easy hop ale. The beer, it says. Bright, crisp, and easy to like, featuring mosaic and centennial hops. The humans make the world go round. BFH helps humans and brews community. And then it's got a little QR code on it, which is kind of cool to learn more. Yeah. Actually. 4.5 alcohol percent by volume. All right. Give me just one second here. I'm already cracking this bad boy. No, you're good. All right. Let's put this bad boy forward. I'm going to check out the QR code real quick. We are always working to connect humans who are making the world a better place, one beer at a time. Throughout the year, right... Ryan Geist spotlights local nonprofit organizations that are brewing positive change in communities we serve. That's awesome. This is definitely a company I'm a fan of. I like them too. Being a Cincinnati, Ohio company, it's just. Oh, yeah. And they got like plenty of the pictures and stuff on here. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. It's got a good smell to it. It, it is a. Um, we were going to go to the brewery when we were down there for a concert. We didn't get to. And I'm like, man, I'd love to go. We're going to have to start hitting some breweries. I really think we should. I, I think that'd be a great idea. Um, So have you had any luck with the Taylor Swift? Dude, it's crazy. And then they're saying, like, even if you go down there, like the on the app or whatever, they're still selling for like 700, 800 bucks. That's on the low end, man. That's, like, yeah. I I have a pretty good habit of, like, finding good tickets for, like, games. And, yeah, absolutely. And we both shows. do. We've been doing it long enough that we know how to do it. But I've never seen anything like this. Like, these prices put the Super Bowl and the Masters away, like, easy. And, like, I want so bad to take Megan. And I know you want to take Amber. But like I don't, I just don't think this one's gonna happen, man. Like I would love to do it, but it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's like, that's like, um, a truck payment or a house payment or you know, um, times like several rent, you know, for a couple of months. Couple like, of months, yeah. that's insane. Like okay, so I I got two tickets to the Picktown Palooza. Picktown. Picktown. Woo! Big town. Pick town. Pick town. Pick town. Pickerington. Oh, Pickerington. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like a couple of years ago, I went there and seen uh, Dawkin. You're going for um, Brantley Gilbert, aren't you? I didn't know he was there. I think he is. Uh, I bought the tickets because they were really cheap. I only paid 12 bucks oh, okay. for the two of us. 
Um, I, I just got them randomly because Slaughter's going to be there. I'm a big Slaughter Oh, fan. yeah, Slaughter. So, I mean. That was my grandpa's nephew. Slaughter. His last name was Slaughter. Was it really? Yeah. That's a badass name. Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter. But $12. $12. Now, imagine you go see Taylor Swift and you spend two, $3,000 for nosebleed seats. Yeah. Then you got to pay for drinks. Yeah. It's just... It's insane, and you you know the beer or the mixed drinks are going to cost fifteen to twenty dollars a piece. Sure, and I, I don't know who the hell can afford that, man. I would, Obviously, plenty of people because she's selling out everywhere. I guess you know. I mean, if you you really get down to it, people pay it. I'm not one of them. I would love to, but I'm not one of them. All right, so Brian, what have you been up to? Well, last weekend. Actually, a week ago today, we took off, went down to Savannah, Georgia. Kayla and Andrew. Um, dude, that was so much fun. We had a blast. Uh, got in late Thursday night. I missed the some of the draft. I was watching it on my phone. I know. Sitting I, in I, the airplane, and I was like, I messaged you, and, I, and I'm like, why are these? Why is he not responding? Like, oh wait. Yeah, he's in the air. And, and I'm literally, I made it through like the first six picks or whatever, and I'm like, okay. Might make it to Green Bay, might make it, and then I didn't. But um, flew in late. By the time we got our Uber to the Airbnb, got our stuff put in, it was like a little after 11, and went to the restaurant. We found a restaurant that was open till they did like last last call was 1245, and the bar closed at 2, I think, or 1. And uh, we got there, and we're like, hey, do we got time to, like, order and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah. So, ate there, had a place was called Trailer Park. And they had, like, just kind of, like, some, like, comfort food, I would say. They had peanut butter and jelly wings, which sounds awful, but yeah. they were delicious. People say they really like them. They, they were really good. I didn't care for, like, the sauce you dip them in, but... The actual peanut butter and jelly wings were delicious. What kind of sauce was it? It was like a glaze of some kind, like a uh, jam, like mm. a, a jalapeno jam or something like that. Um, so then I got the patty melt. Oh, dude, that thing was amazing. But we were drinking. We had a couple of drinks, and me and Andrew got a couple of beers. The girls got a couple of mixed drinks. And um, we are finishing up our second beer, and the waitress comes over, and she's like, guys need a cup to go i was like oh shit that's right savannah is all you can walk as long as you got it in a red like a plastic cup you can walk around with beer anywhere in the area so got our to-go cup took off and we walked back to the airbnb on the way back kayla's like hey there's this bar it's called the bar bar it's like let's stop in there and have a drink Go in, met this uh, bartender, really cool dude, asks where we're from. He's like, as long as you don't say the Ohio State, get out of here. Guess what, buddy? (laughs) And and you know who he was a fan of? Who? Nebraska. Okay. (laughs) He's from from Nebraska, I believe. So, anyways, but really cool dude, though. Um, Had a couple drinks there. Got home about 2 o'clock. Got back to the Airbnb about 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, Friday, we got up, went to breakfast. We walked to breakfast. We, we walked everywhere. 
We only Ubered to him from the airport and to the restaurant the first night. What was the temperature like down there? Um, low 70s to high 80s. That's a lot different than when we were in Vegas. A lot different. A lot different. Um, and we walked like um, Friday morning, I think, from, well, of course, some of it was from Thursday night, but Friday morning um, before noon, we had almost 10 miles in walking. And it was an easy walk. It was just a stroll. Like you just like a lot of stuff to look at, a lot of trees to look at, a lot of history, a lot of cool buildings and shit. And while we were at breakfast, we're like, okay. Um, seen segways like, Oh man, that looks cool. So Amber pulls it up on her phone. She finds these segways and we did a segway tour of Savannah. And this guy was Scottish and he's like asking us where we're from when we're doing the tour. And he's like, uh, oh, you're from Ohio. I went to a nice nudity establishment in Ohio in the 70s. He's in his kilt and everything. Like, Dude, shit. He's like, it was a magnetic spring. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tack room. I've never been back. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, never wanted to go back. But no, he was really cool. He's a Scottish and it was all veteran owned and everything. So we did the Segway tour. A lot of cool information and stuff like that. And then uh, we had had, before we did our Segway tour, we stopped this, like, little microbrewery thing. And me and Andrew got a couple different beers there. Kayla got a beer. Amber um, tried, I I got her to try this. It was a German dark chocolate cake stout. She did not care for it. I'm not surprised. It was was delicious, though. I really liked it. It It doesn't sound bad. It was really good. It was a dark, dark beer. And then uh, after the Segway tour, went back, and Andrew's like, hey, I'm going to go to the liquor store, and I'll be, I'll be back. I'm going to go get us a little booster. Like, all right, sounds good. He comes back. He's got a bottle of Captain Morgan, a six-pack of beer, and a thing of Coke Zero. Like, all right. He's like, one drink? I'm like, yep. So we start drinking, and uh, next thing you know, we had dinner reservations. We went out, got ready to go, dressed up, ready to go out on the town. Went out, went to the dinner place. It wasn't what we thought it was going to be, so we went to a different dinner place. We canceled our reservation. Went to a different place, got oysters, had um, buffalo shrimp, really good food. Food was delicious, great beer. After that, we started walking um, down around this like boardwalk. It was called River Street. And uh, there's a place called Wet Willies, and it's a wall. It's like you walk in, it's a bar, and there's like a wall of like 25 or 30 different alcoholic slushies. Different flavors, different mixes, stuff like that. So I got a Jack and Ginger, and it was strong, very strong. So then we were like, okay, walking. We're like, oh, we wanted to go to the World of Beer. Me and Andrew wanted to do the World of Beer. Went in the World of Beer. was kind of underwhelming for what it was said to be. Had a couple drinks there, moved on to this other place. The girls are like, oh, there's a mojito bar. We want to go to the mojito bar. Literally all they make is mojitos. I like a good mojito. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to pass on that. And I walked outside, me and Andrew standing outside. He's like, you want to go down that Rocco's place we passed? He's like, you said you wanted to go there. He's like, you really want to go? I was like, fuck yeah, dude, let's go. So we walked down this place. It's called Rocco's Lounge. Place was probably about this size of the, our podcast room and our kitchen put together. They got like a little step up stage and they got this band, this heavy metal band in there. 
college, probably college kids. I was screaming into a microphone. This kid's moshing. Guy in there barefoot standing on a sofa couch. Um, has that distinct like kind of sweaty smell to it. Um, dude's all got black eyeliner, black lipstick like the Joker. He's wearing a camo coat, camo jeans, and a cape under it. Andrew pointed out to me. He's like, is he wearing a fucking cape under his camo jacket? Sure enough, fucker's wearing a cape. So we go in, we have a Captain and Coke in there, and then we move on to the next bar. Needless to say, we hit up a couple bars. Um, after that, Kayla ran into a woman. She met up with a woman that she used to know when she lived in Savannah. And she bought us a couple shots. We went and took a couple shots. Um, got done with our shot. And I looked at Andrew and I said, you know what you need? He's like, what? I said another shot. So I went up and got us two shots of Terramana. Blanco? Yep. Take that. Shoot it. Andrew shoots it. He gets this look on his face like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, he's going to get sick. Like, not right here. No, no, no. So he goes to the bathroom. He comes <laughs> He comes back. I'm like, did you get sick? He said, no, but I thought I was going to. He's like, I got that taste in my mouth. He said, I got that taste in my mouth, and I thought I was going to be sick. Um, I was like, oh, thank God you didn't get sick. So we're standing there, and the woman that Kayla knows comes out of the back with Kayla and Amber, and she's like, hook them up with another drink. So they comped us a beer. I got another beer. And I don't think Andrew took a beer there. I think he was trying to kind of just lay low or whatever. So next thing you know, Kayla goes out wants this food truck. It's three. It's almost 3 o'clock in the morning. And we stood in line for almost an hour waiting for this truck. Back and forth, back and forth. People cut and people cuss and holler. And kind of a rougher part of the town. And... Finally, we got that food, went back and ate. It was like probably about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning before I went to bed. Me and Andrew set up, ate our food, bullshit some more, drank a little more, and went to bed about 5 o'clock in the morning. And woke up the next day. I woke up at 9.30. was like, oh, man, I don't feel bad at all. Like, no hangover, no nothing. Like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, got a, got a shower, got a nice lukewarm shower, Ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to go lay down for a little bit more with Amber. Laid down in the bed. Woke up at about 11. Kayla come in her room. She's like, do you guys have a bandana? I don't know if you know this about Andrew. When he gets a hangover, he ties a bandana around. Oh, it. yeah. He mentioned that. Yeah. Like a compression, isn't it? Yes. So <laughs> um, I said no. And Amber's like, just tie a shirt around him. And all you can hear out of the bedroom in this very whiny, I'm going to try and do it. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him. And he, he literally was laying listen, there. Listen, and, and, and Drew's defense, he is a little guy. You know, he, he's not real big. He, he can't handle it. He, he's just laying there. I'm dying. And you just hear that for like the next hour. <laughs> Kayla's feeding him water. He's drinking water. And... um yeah, so we went a little hard on Friday night, and then Saturday uh, went to lunch and everything. Had a really cool lunch at this uh, place that Kayla used to work, Moon River. Um, 
they had these taquadillas. They're like a quesadilla with a taco wrapped in them. Delicious. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like something you get at Taco Bell, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't start drinking until later on Saturday. Kind of like, you know, even myself out a little bit. Um, and then we kind of, we stayed out until we went. Me and Amber fell asleep early. And me and Kayla and Andrew went down to the bar right next door to where we were staying. And had a couple drinks and stayed up till probably... One o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, I think. And then got up and had breakfast the next day and had headed home, man. Just a short weekend trip. A lot of walking, a lot of drinking, a lot of good food. Would you say that Savannah is a like a tourist city? It is. It, I, I very much think so. See now like a lot of like a lot of people have said that's like the most haunted city. It is. It's considered the most haunted city. And I would like to go there sometime and visit some of that stuff. Because you know how I'm kind of into that stuff. Absolutely. Even, though, even though I'm a skeptic, I'm still kind of into it. It's definitely a place I'm, I'm ready to go back to. I had that much fun. I've never been to Georgia. I, I had that much fun. Is that your first time? No, you've been to Atlanta, haven't you? I've been through it. I've just drove through. Is that um, the only time you've been to Georgia? Yeah. First time I've like stayed in Georgia. Hell yeah, yeah. It sounds like a good time. Mm. You would have had a blast, man. The walking was a lot, but I know I love walking. Well, like, well, I don't mind walking. I don't mind walking. Walking in seventy, even eighty degrees it's is fine. perfect. Yeah, walking in one hundred and twenty degrees is fucking miserable. Miserable, where you just you don't even walk and you're sweating. Yeah, you just okay. I'm gonna step outside and you're um, soaked. Soaked. Fuck that. But yeah, dude, that's what I've been up to. Sorry to kind of drag that on. No, no. Good story to tell. I wanted to hear about it. Um, I have not been up to that much because there's no way I could keep up with you guys. You guys guys are too far ahead of me. But uh, I mean, I would have drank as much as you guys, but I probably would have passed out a lot sooner than five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Um. So I had just recently went back to my backlog. You know how I've been talking about, well, early in the year, how I wanted to play a game that has went past, like, under my radar, and I wanted to go back and play him and beat him. Mm-hmm. Well, I did beat one. I beat, um, are you a Metal Gear Solid fan? Did you like Metal Gear Solid? I do like Metal Gear Solid. I went back and played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Okay. And uh, that was about a six or seven hour game. I went back and played that, and then... Um, I brought the original Xbox downstairs. Oh, nice. And I got about halfway through Terminator Dawn of Fate. Never beat it. My dad bought it for me when I was 13, about 20 years ago. Okay. And uh, I got about halfway through that and was planning on beating that, but the new Star Wars game came out. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, is it out? And it is fantastic, dude. I'm having so much fun with it. What's it based on? Um, it's not a character or anything that's in the movie. Like none of the characters are in the movie except okay. well, like if you haven't played the first one, there's like a spoiler at the end. Like if I tell you the character, but um, it's just like another Jedi that you didn't hear about before, and it's his story of what's happening at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And his, okay, you know it's it's pretty good. Like I cannot wait, and I've heard rumors about it, but I cannot wait at the idea of a uh, TV show based off of it. Because the guy that plays the main character is actually a real actor. Really? So, um, I'm, that's, I've been playing that. I've been drinking some bourbon. Yeah. Um, I'm about halfway through my Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. It's pretty good. I've made a couple... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. I made a couple old fashions the other day with uh, some Woodford Reserve. Ah, uh, yeah. And it was pretty good. Um, 
been watching some movies, though. Yeah. Anything good? Okay, so Megan and I went and watched Evil Dead Rise. I, know I mentioned yes, that. Yeah, we were going to go see that. Last time. And uh, great movie. Was it? I had a lot of fun with the movie. The, pro- the crowd kind of sucked because it's a horror film, and there really wasn't a lot of comedic like moments in it. But people were laughing during certain moments when you really think like they should be scared because there's some graphic stuff in it, and it kind of like took you out of the mood for it. But the movie itself was a lot of fun, and I don't know if you've seen the remake in 2013. I don't think I have. It it's gory, um, but I would definitely recommend it. And uh, on the our grade scale, I gave it a four out of five. So um, I had a blast. I can't. I'll, I'll definitely watch that several times over. Um, then last weekend we went and watched Sisu. Oh yeah, the the dolphin movie. Dolphin? Where the Sisu the dolphin? Who the hell are you talking about? Ain't that the the big dolphin? Oh no, that was Shamu. Shamu. <laughs> that that was a killer whale, but <laughs> oh yeah, it was a whale, wasn't it? It wasn't <laughs> oh, a dolphin. <laughs> no, uh, that C- was his evil cousin. Sisu is about. Um, uh, it takes place in like World War Two. Oh, okay. And uh, it has a, the film has like a strong Quentin Tarantino feel about, uh, feel about it. But I love it me some him. Quentin Tarantino. I, I do too. He's one of my favorite directors. But um, it's about this guy, this former like I forget what country it was. I want to say like Norwegian or Poland or something. He's like a former commando or like some badass who left the war. And struck gold and is trying to get into the city to sell the gold, but he gets caught up with the Nazis and it's like this big chase and it's pretty violent. It's pretty good. Like I had a lot of fun with it, but there was certain moments where it dragged. Um, But Megan liked it and my streak of going to the theaters and seeing good movies is still intact. Um, So I give that one a 3.75 out of five. All right. I did like Evil Dead better. And finally, last Friday, Megan and I sit down and watch Scream 6. Oh, yeah, the subway. Okay. And, uh... Right? They were not like the sub... They went to a subway. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, there was like a scene that was in the... Extra long foot long. (laughs) It's like six ways. So, uh... We went to the theaters and seen Scream 5. Now, I have never been a Scream fan. Really? Slashers don't do it for me. I like me a good slasher. I, I mean, like, I can understand, like, the Michael Myers and the Jasons, the ones that are, like, unstoppable coming after you, but, like, Ghostface after you, like, knock that bitch's ass out, man. Like, some of the shit is so annoying in those movies. But you know what? I like the first one. The second one's okay. The third one's good. Good old Officer Doofy. Officer Doofy, yeah. David Arkoff. The fourth one was eh, and then the fifth one, listen, I did not like that movie. Mm. I did not like it. Megan did not like it. They killed our guy. They killed our guy. Spoiler alert. But they killed our guy, Officer Doofy. Mm-hmm. And it was just, the movie makes no sense. So, like, we did not have high hopes for, and I know a lot of people like Scream 5. I did not. I felt like an idiot watching it. But so, we we didn't have high hopes watching Scream 6. Yeah. Worse than Scream 5. Really? Yes. Like, I found myself laughing at how dumb this fucking movie was. Like, I, I understand, like, 
stupid fun, having a good time. But this movie just pissed me off. I'm going to have to watch it now. Like, I was, even when I did the reveal of who the killer was, like, I didn't even care. Like, this is so stupid. Not the worst film I've seen, so that's why I'm going to give it a two out of five. But my God, I'm over okay. man. Question for you. Where does it rank against the new Halloween? Halloween ends? Yeah. Oh, this is better than Halloween ends. Okay. Yeah, Halloween ends, I give like a half out of five, dude. That has been the worst fucking... Now, could Halloween ends been better had the... Had they just... Had they built a story from... Uh, yeah, from the ground up. But it had nothing to do with one or two. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, Halloween and Halloween kills. So that's the problem I have with Halloween ends. And it made no sense to do it then, and I fucking hated it. But no, this is better. Not by much, but this is better than Halloween ends. But other than that, I mean, uh, I really that's really all I've been into. So if you want to, you want to go ahead and get to the topic? Absolutely. All right. Put on your rose-colored glasses because we're going to watch. Coach Rose? Coach Rose. Two points. Two points. Because we are going to talk about our top five 90s cartoons. And before we uh, get into our top five, like our main list, we do have some honorable mentions. I know I have a couple. I do too. And um, these are shows that we really, really liked a lot, but just did not make the cut for us. Yep. Now, um, there might be a surprise or two on my honorable mentions that might catch you off guard. Sure. But uh, you me say mine first. Sure, go ahead. Uh, King of the Hill. Okay, so, okay, you're adding... See, I wasn't going to put any of those because I thought maybe we would do a adult comedy. Uh... See, I, I would do my list different now. You want to revise it real quick? No, 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 okay. no. That's fine. You can, you can like, uh, adjust. Um... Yeah, I mean, because if, if we're on here, like, I would. But I guess, like, I wasn't watching these as a kid. See, I remember. I, think... I mean, I guess it was. I mean, yeah, I guess it was. So I, think... I should have. I think King of the Hill started in 97, mm-hmm. and I can vividly remember watching the very first episode of that show with my grandpa. I remember watching it with my dad. So, and you know, I, I just, I, I liked King of the Hill. I appreciate it more the older I got. Yes. But I'm I, actually going through it right now. That's what I'm watching right now. It's a good show. Man. I'm, I've been re-watching it on, my, on season 12. I'm still watching Star Wars Clone Wars, so. <laughs> um. Arthur is the other another one. Oh, Arthur! I yeah, loved Arthur growing up. See, I grew up without a uh, cable. Mm. I didn't get cable until I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, and Arthur was on PBS, so I was able to watch that one. Um, the reason why Arthur didn't make it into my top five is because when I go back and I look at my top five, I, I looked at it as these are shows that I enjoyed as a kid, and if you was to put them on right now, I would love to watch them. Yeah, and Arthur wouldn't be one. Arthur wouldn't be something I'm interested in. Sure. So, um, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man. Love that cartoon. Do you remember that one? Yep. That was a good one. Uh, Gargoyles. Oh, yes. That would be, yeah, that's a good one. Gargoyles just missed my top five. That was a good show. And the next one just barely missed my top five, too. The Simpsons. Okay. Just missed my top five. Now, if we were, if I, okay, so my bad, because I was just trying to do like kids shows. Okay. So that I enjoyed like as a, as a child, 
even though I would, but it would have just been a runaway for me. Like it would have been the Simpsons. It would have been King of the Hill. Would have been Futurama, South Park. See, I was gonna, um, I was gonna put Futurama. I didn't put Futurama on any of this because Futurama started on like the like, what, like late ninety nine. I think ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, and that's why I didn't put it on mine. But if you was to say Futurama is a nineties cartoon, then it would absolutely be my top five. A hundred percent, top, five, top like, five. And and that's why I didn't. I wanted to give five that weren't adult themed kind of well i mean i guess kind like i guess i should have revised my list because i do have a couple in there that are quote unquote adult humor yeah yeah but anyways my honorable mention again like i'm sure that somewhere down the road we'll do something on the simpsons king of the hill futurama we'll find some way to incorporate that into a show um so honorable mention the mighty ducks tailspin oh yeah um little bear i always always had to come home and watch little bear when i was in kindergarten never got into it man always had to watch little bear when i come home um and then like uh courage the cowardly dog loved it cow and chicken yes um good stuff and then um Street Sharks. Street Sharks. I love yeah. Street Sharks, yeah. love Street Sharks. And you said Gargoyles. I'd throw Gargoyles on there, too. See, what I did is I went back and looked at, like, um, 90s cartoons. Like, uh-huh. the best 90s cartoons. And, like, so many of them popped up. And it kept, like, unlocking memories for me. It's like, I, I could forgot throw, all about that. 100%. I could throw Johnny Bravo up there. Right. I could throw Powderpuff Girls. I could throw, yeah. And, like, so it made it really tough to make this list. I feel confident in my list because these are the ones that mean the most that I would sit down and watch right now. A hundred percent. But, like, I, it was not an easy list to put together, dude. It really wasn't, because especially, like, my, my one, like, I'm like, ah, oh man. Like, I go back and forth, but then I'm, like, sitting there thinking, like, when I was a kid, that show just meant a lot to me. Like, I really enjoyed watching it. And that's how I felt about Arthur because, like, Arthur did mean a lot to me. I used to read those little books that come out with, you mm-hmm. know, but it doesn't mean anything to me now. Like, all five of my top five right now, like, I will easily watch. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely into it. Yeah, so. I'd say, I'd say three of my five. Okay. Cause I, I was, I'm sorry. I, I should have clarified on that, that, um, I was doing, I could have thrown some more adult comedy in there. I should have clarified. That's my bad. Um, but I, I think I got a solid five. Okay. Well, with that being said, go ahead and tell us your number five. Do you want trivia or? Oh, we'll do trivia after. Oh, you want to do trivia after? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, number five. Well, actually, I'm going to do the most obvious one on my list. Just because I think it's pretty cliche, pretty obvious. So, uh, you don't want to go five down? I can. Because I already know what your number one is. Or at least your number two. What? Oh, just go ahead and tell me your number five. Number five, <laughs> Recess. Oh, yes. I love that show. Yes. Uh, it takes place, you know, at a school during the recess time. Yep. Kind of. They had, like, it was kind of cool how they had, like, their own, like, uh, social... Um, what do you want to call it? Social club or yep. government or whatever they wanted to call it. Um, 
you had like TJ and Vince and Gus and uh, what Mikey. Was, what was the uh, like the club with all the girls that had the same name, like Ashley's or the something? Ashley's? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had that one little teacher's pet that would like narc on everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Um, oh shit, Mrs. Finster was the teacher. She is creepy, dude. Nigel. I don't think it was Nigel. Oh, uh, maybe not. Yeah, that was a good show. That was coming to one like ABC or something. Mm-hmm. Spinelli was the big wrestling fan. Yep. Uh, Mrs. Fenster reminded me of that one substitute teacher that we had that used to live up here in Magnetic. Um, Mrs. Fegley. Why do I not remember that name? You don't remember her? <laughs> I've drank away most of my memories, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember her. And then, like, the teacher was Mr. Pricker or Peter Pricker or whatever his name was. Oh, yeah, he had a mustache. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I used to watch that because, like like I said, we did have cable growing up, and that was on ABC in the mornings. So that was a pretty good show. I really liked that show. It was a good show. And and what it reminds, like, for me, it reminds you of being a kid. And when you were at that age, you had, like, your little group of friends you had always playing kickball and dodgeball or football or whatever maybe at school. You know, I think... You I, could just relate to it as a kid. I think they released a recessed movie, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I never watched it. I had it on VHS. Was it good? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I never watched it, though. Okay. Um, my, num- my number five... And like I said, this one beat out barely like Gargoyles and The Simpsons, but Batman the Animated Series... Oh, yeah, about, yeah. And that ran from September of 92 to September of 95. So you're talking early 90s, early to mid 90s. And I, like everybody else, am a Batman fan. Yeah. I'm fascinated with the villains. I'm, I was fascinated with the darkness of the TV show. Sure. Um, when I was a kid, I was a big uh, Scarecrow fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because it yeah. kind of creeped me out, and I loved it, you know? Yeah. That's like, I guess you could say that's like the beginning of my, like, love for horror is, like, I liked being scared, so I really liked him. And I remember years and years and years ago, when I was a kid, this is stupid, I, I was at school, and I think it was in, like, Marysville, um, and they did, like, some, like, party, and they had some guy dressed up as Barney. So Barney came out. And you sat on Barney. punched him right in the big purple wiener. How did you know? No. <laughs> but so you sit on his lap, and it was almost like Santa Claus, and he'll give you like a, a gift or something, but it was something your parents. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, no, no. Whoa, 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 What kind of Barney did you have? I don't know what it was. I, I remember it vividly, though. So like, and it was like a present or whatever that your parents got you. Your parent, All the parents were there. Okay. Like, all the parents were there, and we're all, like, having fun, eating. Am I going to birthday? No, I can't be a birthday. I can't remember. But, somebody uh, dressed up as Barney, though. Yeah, someone dressed They bought. They they hired somebody that dressed up as Barney. You sure it wasn't the janitor in a purple jumpsuit? It could have been. It could have been. Um, But when it came to my time, like, I don't think I was ever a Barney fan. I can't remember if I was or not. I don't remember ever really watching Barney a whole lot. I remember watching it a little bit, but yeah, not me a whole either. Lot. Um, and he handed me my gift and, um, my mom was there and I opened it up and it was a toy scarecrow from the Batman animated series. She knew I was like a big scarecrow fan. Like I just love that character. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
he ended up being the main villain in like the third or fourth Arkham game. Batman yeah, Arkham game. yeah, I, I just, remember I just, that. I just love that man. Like Batman, even though he doesn't kill, has like besides, I think the only one that rivals Batman is Spider Man on like villains. Like the okay. villains are just so much fun, dude. Yeah, Venom and yeah, Spider Man had Venom, Venom and, and like Doctor Ock and Mysterio, Doctor Oz, Sandman, yeah. whatever. I mean, Doctor Oz is one of my enemies, so. Dr. Oz. <laughs> but Batman had like, you know, it had uh, Joker, Two-Face, you know, just you could yeah, go on yeah. and on. Riddler. Two-Face was always one of my favorites. I had like the, I had a bunch of Bat, like I was a big Batman fan as a kid and I had a bunch of Batman action figures and stuff. Yep. Always playing with those. Um, the car had the big Batmobile. I remember my grandma bought me one from, uh, it was for the, uh, Batman Returns movie, the one with uh, Val Kilmer and uh, like uh, Tommy Lee Jones. That was like 95. Val Kilmer, my favorite door. <laughs> so my grandma bought me this remote control Batman, like Batmobile from, at the time it was Odd Lots. Oh, yeah, Odd Lots, yeah. Back where Odd Lots used to be. Yeah, out by, there used to be a bank there. Yeah. Yeah, my dad would bank there. Dude, that area is depressive. It's so depressing. Oh, I hate going over there. But yeah, that's my number five. That's a good one, man. I like that, Batman. Number four for me. A little show by the name of Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the the Brain, 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 Brain. brain. (laughs) You know who I always thought would have made a hell of a brain? Who? Kelsey Grammer. Oh, dude, that'd be perfect because he's like got that bald. <laughs> dude, just be... like the voice and everything, well, he would have played that so well. And he's got a big ass forehead. Yeah, but what a great idea! That would be a great casting. Um, pretty much like if you don't know Pinky and the Brain, Brain is like this evil genius wants to take over the world. And they're mice. They're mice, and um, Pinky ends up always kind of being the dummy that screws it up and like it causes problems to where they can't take a maybe we could take over the world this week pinky and um but pinky often reminds the brain that he has morals if you ever kind of catch on to that like it's kind of interesting they're best friends they're stuck in a lab together they're two mice they're mutated mice like uh yeah, I know. They had two parents. I mean, they were just like a, the Pinky was a mutation, and Brain was a mutation with his giant head. I always say, like my two cats, Eleanor is the Brain, Cooper is the Pinky. Is the Pinky, and like just those two cats, like they have such different characteristics, like different personalities, and like they remind me of Pinky and the Brain. That's hilarious. And brain uh, kind of looks and sounds like uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles. I have Oregon Wells on my <laughs> notes, but and then do you remember what Pinky would always say? Narf. Oh yeah, yeah. Or Zort. Yep. <laughs> Snowball the hamster, and then they brought in uh, Larry. Larry was the third mouse. They tried to kind of incorporate. See the fat one. Yeah. Okay. And then excuse I me, if there was a. Uh, because I get them, like, confused with, like, this is stupid, but, like, the mice from, like, was it, like, Sleeping Beauty or Cinderella? You know the mice? You ever see Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty? 
Yeah, but it's been a long time. I'm pretty sure it's Cinderella, but like the mice. Oh, that, Cinderella, yeah, yeah. yeah the like the mice that help her. So I think mice, you know, so. Sure, I think of mice and men. Um, <laughs> some of the celebrity characters that appeared were always funny, uh, such as Bill and Hillary Clinton. They were on there? Like the character. Oh, like They okay, had like caricatures okay. of okay. them. Okay. And um, David Letterman, Dick Clark, Drew Carey. Brian Stiles, Don Rico, Don Rickos, Don Rickles, Macho Man, Randy Savage, um, the Allman Brothers, Christopher Walken, not Wallen, <laughs> Jack Black, not Jake Black, and Jim Neighbors is Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle. Wait, wait, wait. Read this. Okay. Fucking spell check, bro. The bottom. Jim Neighbors, that's Groper. <laughs> Groper Pile. <laughs> Groper Pile. Arrest that motherfucker. <laughs> Groper. Oh, man. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good show. I really enjoyed that one. I don't remember what station or whatever. I think it was Fox. I think it was Fox because, like I said, I was able to watch WBN or UPN or... W- Whoever owned that, I think. Was he on? Like, weren't they on like the same channels, like the Animaniacs or something? Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I think at one point they did like a crossover. All right, my number four is uh, one of your honorable mentions. Okay. And I was a huge fan of this because I was always obsessed with this animal, Street Sharks. Ah, yeah. I was yeah. a huge Street Sharks fan. I love and, Street Sharks. And I remember when my mom. Um, would buy me toys for Street Sharks. And I had, like, all four guys. Yeah. Because there was the the Great White was the leader. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the big, like, tough guy was, like, the whale shark. And then I think one of them was a tiger shark and one was a hammerhead. Yeah, was a hammerhead, hammerhead yeah. or a mako or something. I can't remember. Because I had uh, a T-shirt, Street Sharks T-shirt, and a uh, Street Sharks um, hoodie. And I just, that is one of those shows that was just, like, so creative. It's, it's almost like... I guess you could say it's kind of like a knockoff of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but not not really. Like, I think Street Sharks was its own thing. Like, I, I love sharks, man. I mean, I'm like everybody else. Who doesn't love Shark Week? Oh, I love Shark Week, yes. I grew up a huge Jaws fan. Yep. I love sharks. So I'm like, all right, you got sharks here. They're the good guys. They're fighting these monsters. Me and Amber every year spend so much time watching Shark Week. Oh, yeah, Shark Week's a lot of fun. But um, that ran from September 94 to May of 1997. And uh, I don't think they made a movie for it. But I remember towards the end of the series, like, they combined it with, like, another show. Or it was, like, about some kind of aliens that came down. And, like, the Street Sharks and the aliens fought together. Really? I I don't remember that. That's back when I really stopped liking it. But, like, I, I just really remember that. And, you know, I don't think... They ever made like any video games or anything about it either. That would have been good. Um, I felt like that's especially for like uh, Sega. Yeah, because you could have four people playing or two people playing or whatever. But um, yeah, Street Sharks was a lot of fun. Um, uh, it's been twenty five years since I've watched that show. So yeah, we but, just need to throw that on one night. But it, but when you say nineties cartoons, yeah, absolutely. But when you say 90s cartoons, like, that's something that I just instantly go to. Go to. So. 
number three for me. The next couple ones are uh, definitely my dad got me into them. And I'd watch them with him all the time. Number three, Ren and Stimpy. Loved Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy is the shit. So um, you, you kind of have like a, an adult-themed show there. Yeah. There was a lot of crude humor in there that There was. Show. And, you know, again, for people that don't know what Ren and Stimpy is, Ren was a kind of an unstable sociopathic uh, chihuahua dog. Yep. And Stimpy was a dim-witted, uh, good-hearted minx cat or manx cat. Yeah. And uh, I think it. So did you? Did you? Do you know what Stimpy's real name is? Uh. Uh-uh. Stimson J Cat. I like it. <laughs> Stimson. I gotta keep Stimson. that. Name. <laughs> and then. Uh, it was one of the original Nickelodeon shows along with like Rugrats and Doug. See, that's what catches me off guard because when I think of Ren and Stimpy, you would think Cartoon Network. Sure. Yeah. But it was Nickelodeon. Same with like Rocco's Modern Life. You would yep. think Cartoon a- Network. Absolutely. A lot of do- adult humor in that show, a lot of sexual untundras and stuff like that. Uh, some of the funny characters, uh, what was it? Um, Mr. Horse was a kind of a reoccurring character. The uh, Muddy Mud Skipper was another one. You know, I remember that show at several scenes being like gross. Oh, dude. Just being nasty. I was watching. So I I did a little bit of watching some of these shows as I was kind of doing my list and stuff like that. And I watched the very first episode of Ren and Stimpy. And it was Stimpy's Big Day. And they had this contest where... um, it was a cat litter company, and you won $47 million and a chance to appear on the Muddy Mud Skipper show and all this stuff. And you just see him eat, uh, eating. You see Ren. They show up. Stimpy writes this poem, wins the contest, and then they show him. He's, like, chewing on it. He's, like, <sighs> on the cat, the litter, the litter box. He's just chewing on the litter box. This is good. <sighs> And it's like you just see it. It's like the graphics for that show and the sounds and stuff really made it funny. Like it just made it. It, it did, and like you know how like those cartoons were when something was nasty, like like say something to do with snot or something to do with slobber. They would zoom in on that oh, shit. They, they they would focus on that. Yeah, and they made it very graphic. Like it was very yeah. animated. Like and I, but the thing is, is like it relates to real life too. It's like. You can think about people that like they eat something they don't like, and you can see them like doing that slowing chewing motion, like, yep. like oh that does not taste good, does it? And you're just like looking at them the same way you'd look at Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy's good. I, I I didn't think about putting that one on my list, but that that was a really good one. Um, my number three is X Men. X Men. X Men. Um, that ran from October 1992 to September 97. Now, I can't remember. I think I watched that show like after school or, or something like that. But X-Men, well, the first thing I think of when I think of that show is the intro music. I okay. think of the intro yeah. music. In that, you know, X-Men is, along with Batman, and then one of my next ones is actually a comic book series, too. Um, X-Men came out before the movie, like the first X-Men movie came out. 
And so when that movie came out, by the time you know it came out, I was a huge X Men fan. So sure, I loved Wolverine, Cyclops, uh, Jean, um, Storm. You know, Prof- yeah. Professor Xavier, P- Professor X. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why I got confused there, but uh, he was the guy in the wheelchair. Right? He was the guy in the wheelchair that was like he's like the, one of the strongest mutants ever. Oh yeah. And um, I just thought it was so interesting seeing every person's, like, powers and seeing who's stronger than who. And I, like everybody else, was a huge fan of Wolverine. Sure. Wolverine's probably the most famous one. Um, I love the uh, X-Men movies. I just, it was something I was a huge fan of. Like, it's tough putting X-Men above Batman. Like, I don't know if I like X-Men more than Batman, like, in general, but I do like the cartoon more than the the show. Sure. Like the other show. Or um, but I've I just remember like um reading comic books. I read a lot a few comic books when I was a kid and and the cartoons are what helped get me into that. Um, and we just buy random comic books mom would get from me and I'd read them and stuff. I remember reading Spider Man. I remember she bought me this one spider-man toy from kmart when we had a kmart and uh it had a comic book with it and like it just ever since then like, i was so into comic books so by, yeah by the time like all these marvel movies came out i knew these characters right like i was telling megan all about these characters before we go see these movies and stuff but really it all started with like x-man and batman and so like you know yeah absolutely a lot of fun for me number two Possibly one of my favorite shows ever. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. The Australian Wallaby, Rocco. Um, and his uh, dog, Spunky. Uh, I just, uh, when I left the apartment, Lauren was there. And uh, that was the one that she picked. Really? So she'll be happy with that. Yeah, Rocco, man. That was my shit. And then his best friend, Heifer, and Philbert uh, takes place in that uh, town called O-Town. Good band. Good band. You don't listen to that shit. Hey, there's... Hey. I know. I'm just kidding. You I, know. Just get, I know you do. You listen to NSYNC. And no, no, no. Hotel, you just... You 98 did. Degrees and LFO and... What the hell is LFO? Yeah, you might as well. You know who they are. You just get ready for our uh, our top five... Uh, Boy bands? Oh, no. I was going to say... Um, Guilty Pleasures? Guilty Pleasure yeah, songs. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and then Mr. Big Head, Ed Big Head. Um, yep. It always cracks me up that Heifer's parents were wolves. Makes no sense. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then uh, the restaurant they always went to was called the Chewy Chicken. It was like a poor man's KFC. We talked about Ren and Stimpy having some crude humor. Oh, Ro- Rocco did too. Crude, the, crude the humor. The nipples and stuff but like it, that. But, but I think I think Rocco worked at like a sex uh, oh. hotline. Yes, he did. It, yeah, he was. Yeah. And hey, big guy. That right there just flew under the radar, 100%. man. hundred percent. We never caught on to that never shit. Never until now, yeah. But... But you don't have that now, man. No, you don't. You can't get away with it. You can't do it. But uh, Rocco's Modern Life was a great choice. Oh man, I love that show. I used to have a Rocco shirt. Did you? Yeah, like the like his like his shirt or just like Rocco. No, shirt? like it was it was all him, Philbert, what, uh, what? Heifer, and um, 
Why can I picture Spunky. your dad owning a Rocco's Modern Life T-shirt? A hundred percent. Like, yeah, he would because he he would he rocked the button up thing, um, and that was one of his favorite shows too. He loved watching Rocco yep. with me, man. Good shit, good That's, shit. Raymond Stimpy, Rocco. That makes it especially like you know special because oh, you know a hundred percent. Okay, my number two is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was, that, was, that was hard not to put on my list, too. Ninjas in a Half a Shell. Turtle Power. Okay, listen. I love Ninja Turtles. What boy growing up did not yeah, like Ninja 100%. Turtles, dude? I had every fucking toy you can think of. Yep. And the comics. Don't even get me started on the comics. I read so many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. Coloring books, comics. I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the 1, little 2. Novels. Yeah, and three. I even liked the one where they went back in like feudal Japan. That, I love that one. I still loved it. Did you watch the new, uh, the last two Michael Bay ones? Yes. Loved them. Good. And now they got another one coming out this year. It's mm-hmm. animated. Yep. Like Seth Rogen has a part of it. Like, I cannot wait. Like, I cannot picture the 90s in my childhood without Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 100%. Like, it just. Every kid, like, if you had a group of friends, everybody wanted to be a certain one. Raphael. Because yeah, you're a prick. I mean, <laughs> if the shoe fits. I I always loved Michelangelo growing up. Sure. Um, but I guess I really don't have like a super, like a, like a one that stands out to me that's like my favorite. If you had to be one, who would you be? Like I love, when it comes to like the weapons and stuff, I love um, Leonardo. Okay. The, the twin katanas. Um, I like goofy Michelangelo. I like the... If I was to pick one now, I'd probably go Donatello. Yeah. The nerdy, like smart, but with like the, he had like the, like not a kendo stick, but whatever. Kendo stick. But like when I play my video games now and I, and you can pick your weapons, I always pick like a spear or a stick because it gives you like that reach advantage. Like they can't get close to Yeah. So like, I, and I like, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd myself. So I definitely like Donatello and I love purple. Sure. I love purple more than I do blue, red, or yeah. orange, so. Good choice, man. Good choice. I, I Honestly, I kind of forgot about Ninja Turtles until you said that. Because I would have definitely put Ninja Turtles in my list. Fucking 100%. That That's what I'm saying. I went through that list. The Green News. Like- I always thought, always thought when they did um, Splinter and... Um, Master Splinter and uh, gosh darn, who's the the bad guy? Um, oh, Shredder. Shredder, thank yeah. you. Uh, Shredder, and then um, they did like the the morph where they had like the two big, like the warthog looking thing. Um, oh, dude, I can't remember their names. I always thought that was such yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't remember kid. their names, but I was a big fan. Well, Rocksteady and Rocksteady, yeah. What's the other one's name? Ah, oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I love those guys. Good um, shit. But before we get to our final picks, we're going to take a quick break and we will come back with our last two, some random ass facts and trivia. Sounds good, brother. And welcome back. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Your little deep breath there caught me off guard. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Welcome back. Um, uh, Now we are ready to get into our final Picks here. Final pick. 
Um, so Ryan, go ahead and hit us. I feel like this is a home run. It's a easy pick. Rugrats number one. Rugrats number one. Rugrats. Uh, Tommy Pickles, Chucky Fenster, Phil, Lil, Angelica. You would make Megan very happy. Uh, Stu Pickles, Dee Dee, Grandpa Lou, always watching the kids at the Pickles house. You know, it's where all the adventures occurred. And then when they had the movie, I don't know if you remember the movie, the Rugrats movie. I, I didn't watch the one where they went to Paris. Okay. Um, I did like the first movie, although I did not like the character of Dill. Dill Pickle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm indifferent. I just, to me, it seemed like the changing, like like everything changed after that. Mm-hmm. And I liked the original Rugrats. So, funny story was, I've actually met Tommy Pickles and Chucky Fenster. At a basketball camp at Honda. They dressed up? Yeah, they had like these big giant Tommy <laughs> Pickles and uh, kind of like Barney. And okay. they're like at this basketball thing. And you know, Did they him. give you a gift? No, they didn't give me no gift. Like uh, your bar- it's not, like it's your, not the same. Not like Barney gave you a little rub and tug. Um, I can take one of those right now. <laughs> <laughs> From Barney? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then uh, I also went to Nickelodeon Fest. At Jermaine Amphitheater when I was a child. Oh, Jermaine Amphitheater. Headlined by 98 Degrees. LFO. O-Town. Just to name a few. All right, time out. Who the fuck is LFO? They're a 90s band. Like, I don't know who they are. Yeah, you would know them. They got a song called, like, Sunshine or something like that. That doesn't help. You think you would know it. Uh, I probably do. Rugrats, yeah, man, like I, along with like some of the other ones that you mentioned, Rugrats was one of those shows that I watched when I went to my dad's house because he had cable, and I really enjoyed that show, Um, but yeah, something happened when the movie came out, to me, it just was never the same, Yeah, like I felt like the group, even though they have like, you know, added a new character, it just wasn't the same for me, Sure, but I was a... Um, Rugrats fan and here for like the longest time me and Megan before we go to bed we'd watch one Rugrats episode a night we did that for the longest time really um, I was a huge fan of the first Rugrats game for the PlayStation, for PlayStation 1. 1 yeah I had that too I loved that <clears throat> Reptar the search for Reptar or mm-hmm. something like that um, I just I mean like it's like deep deep in your memory like the memory cores like it's just like so nostalgic like it meant so much to me but megan had never beat it before she'd played it but she'd never beat it before so we bought it i still own it um but we bought it and uh we sat down in the man cave i was drinking beer and she played it on the playstation 3 because you know ps3 can play ps1 games she beat it in like three hours like, it was not a long game at all, dude. Mm. It was, like, really short. But back then when we were kids, it seemed like it took forever to beat. Yeah, it did. And it was just so much fun. And I miss it. And, like, good times. Like, Rugrats, Absolutely. Rugrats was definitely a good choice. Um, I haven't seen any of the newer stuff, like the newer animation. I don't like the animations. Um, it's definitely, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Uh, Have you watched it? No, I've never seen anything past when I was a kid. Uh, like you said, about the time that they added Dill, i seen a little bit after that. Um, the newer shows with Dill, and then when they started doing like 
Rugrats growing up. Oh, I never watched it. Stuff. I, no. I had no interest in it. What was the point in that at that it's point? Stupid. You know, like, I just, what made it fun was these kids that had no basic knowledge of, like, you know, life. Yeah. And experiencing and doing things like they're adults. I don't give a fuck about adults. I'm an adult. I don't want to be an adult. Right. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's a good choice. Um, now, my number one is my only adult themed cartoon on this whole entire right. list. And I think you already know what it is. What? Though I don't care for much as the newer stuff as I do, I am a huge, huge, huge. South Park fan. I knew it. Yeah. South- See, I wish I would have done adult because I would have. It would have been super easy. Like, bam, bam, bam. South Park. I don't even know where to start, dude. Okay, so South Park was always on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is, you remember Trading Zone in Marysville? Mm-hmm. They used to sell VHS and later on DVDs of seasons of yeah. South Park. And I would buy those, and that's how I would watch South Park growing up. Mm-hmm. I always had to sneak it because I wasn't allowed to watch it. Right. Well, my mom never had a problem with me watching it. It just we didn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the South Park game came out. Yep. A horrible fucking game, but I love it, dude. I I have it on sixty four. And then at the turn of the century, and I can remember this really really well. When the ball dropped and it turned the year 2000, I remember exactly what I was doing. I was playing uh, South Park Chef's Love Shack yep. on Sega Dreamcast. And this is a game that you and I know very well because oh, we dude, have played we this. Oh, dude, we love that game. We play the shit out of we that play game. This, we usually play it on 64 off. 64, though. yeah. But, um, oh, man, like I just... I want, we need to have a game night. South Park. I want to play some Chef's Love Shack. And, and you know, it's funny because those uh, little mini games in that are hard. They're hard, yeah. And, and the trivia was everything I did not understand back then. <laughs> so I never got anything yeah. right. You don't know anything about, uh, you know, the Denver, the 1992 Denver Broncos. The, the, the or, 1992 <laughs> Denver Broncos. Um, what else was it? Uh, Who's Cartman's father? <laughs> John Elway. <laughs> Is it John Elway? Is it Jimbo? Or is it the 1992 Denver Broncos? <laughs> uh, spoiler, it turns out that the father was actually the mother. She's a hermaphrodite. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucked up storyline. But that's back when it was really, really good. Um, for some reason, there's a comfort to me watching Old South Park. Um, where everything was just like not as high like high quality, like high produced or whatever. Sure. Um, not as mainstream. Like they still offend to this day. And I appreciate that about them. Yeah. But there was something about going back then and like watching it. And maybe because I was a kid, I don't know, but I still get the feeling when I go back and watch it, that this was when it was really good. Rob Schneider is the world's biggest douche. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen Rob Schneider and the world's (laughs) biggest douche. Now get ready for Rod Schneider is the stapler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, you know, I still I see I get a lot of TikToks for South Park uh-huh. um, and I, I'll go back and I'll watch like a bunch of their um, when they're doing the, the voices backstage and or not backstage, but like, you, you know, in the sound stage. Yeah. 
And these guys are just cracking up laughing. Matt and Trey, like, they are just having a blast doing it. I'm like, dude, this is the fucking life. Like, these guys are out offending everybody, not giving a shit, dude. Scientology, Christianity, oh, Judaism, everything. I mean, everything. They did not care. It was all dude. fair play. Um, LGBTQ, all that stuff. Like, they did not care. They didn't dude. Care. Republicans, Democrats. And I love that about that show. Uh huh. I've never sit down and watched South Park. And I have, they've made fun of several of my like, favorite characters, favorite actors, whatever. Never have I been offended by South Park. I just always appreciated the crude ass humor. Mm-hmm. Because. In my opinion, life is too short to be offended by everything. Like, I I have a crude sense of humor. I really do. For sure. It's hard to hurt my feelings. Yeah, but, and, um, and like you said, it it was a revolutionary time in the world, too. Like, that's when The Simpsons was at its best. Like, it was... 100%. It was just... TV was much better. Yeah, 100%. Um, and the crazy thing, and like it's the same with Simpsons, is of my top five... South Park is the only one that's still on. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, that's right. South Park is still on. And I still go back and watch some of it. Yeah, there's some still some good shit that cracks me up. But it the animation is what You ever notice the PC principal kind of reminds you of Gary? Uh, in a way, yeah. Yeah. The look. <laughs> but it's not the same as when we were kids. And I remember, like, they used to make fun of everyone, like, actors and stuff that would come on, like, the um, the show. But they weren't real actors. They were just them mocking them. Yeah. But the one time Jennifer Aniston actually came on the show in, like, season three, and it was hilarious. Yeah. And then I think, I'm pretty sure George Clooney did uh, the dog sounds at one time, like, uh, Sparky or whatever. Sparky. Yeah. It was, but George Clean wasn't as massive as he is now. They're coming right at us, Joe, uh, Jimbo. <laughs> He's coming right at us. Boom, 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 boom. Jimbo yeah. and Ned. Um, you don't I see, don't know, Jimbo. You don't see much about Ned. Mm-mm. But yeah, South Park is definitely my number one. Like, uh, South Park of any TV show out there right now is the one that can go back and watch easiest. Cartoon wise, let's just say. But that is our top five nineties. Good stuff, man. Uh, animated shows. Um, I know that me and Megan was talking, and she thought mine was figured out, man. She thought it was completely figured out. Her number one choice for me didn't even make my honorable mentions, though I do love it. Um, but everyone has a different taste. So, like, what you think it was? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, that's a good one. But that is a great one. That you know what? Now that I think about that, might make my honorable list, honorable mention list. That was a good one. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and get into some random ass facts. Sure. Um, these facts have nothing to do with anything. It's just shit that you may not know about. It's just random. It's just fucking random. You may not know this shit. But you will after I'm done. Um, number one. Do you have a climate change denier in your life? No. You don't? Okay. But if you did, tell them that 2019 was the second warmest year on record. Really? And not just that. 
the five warmest years between 1880 and 2019 have all been since 2015. Wow. Does that not get warmer, baby? Yeah, does that not make you worry a little bit? I hope it gets warmer. I thought that was pretty interesting. And now my number one, or my number two, sorry. Number one, number two, number three, number Number four. As late as the 17th century, nannies would give young boys hand jobs as an efficient way to put them to sleep. (laughs) What? I don't know. Where the fuck did you get that? I don't know. But... Barbie wants to go back in time, you know? <laughs> I thought, hey, I wanted to come up with something crude. Wait a second. Was it your sister, your nanny? Hell no, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't be alive right now if she was my nanny. <laughs> All right, Ryan. It's time for some trivia. See if you can stunt me this week. What do you got? Okay, for trivia this week, a question about a guy you might know. Donald Duck. Okay. Did you know that Donald... Okay, I guess let me rephrase this. What was the reason that Donald Duck was banned from Finland? I wouldn't even know. What? He didn't wear any pants. Was it really? Yes, he was banned in Finland. It's not like his dick was hanging out. His little duck pecker. Have you ever seen a duck penis before? No, I have not. Have you? No, but I bet it should be like really weird. Like it just be like really. Google odd. it. Okay. You got your laptop right here. My laptop right <laughs> here. Why I grab my phone? phone. <laughs> All right, we'll do this real quick, and then we'll get into. Yeah, our- he didn't have any pants. He was banned. Only in Finland. That is weird. Like, if it's banned in Finland, you think it was banned in a bunch of other countries. Duck penis. Oh, my God. What the fuck is that thing? What do you got? It looks like a giant fucking squiggly, like, earthworm coming out of him. I'm a little bit jealous. That's a duck penis? That's a duck penis. I'm pretty sure this is a calamari. That's fucking... Give me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, my goodness. Is that that the duck penis? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so... Okay, this is fucked up. Ducks do it doggy style. Oh, no wonder I like ducks. Dude, yeah, they're gonna shut us down. <laughs> Hashtag duck fucker. Too much duck porn for us. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and do our "Would you rather" question this week. Would you rather hit me now, with that shicker? I had two to pick from this week, and I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with the one that we did pick. Okay. Would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork? Okay. Or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall. I would rather tear off my thumbnail. With I would thumbnail. rather tear off my thumbnail, dude. 
Fuck that on the, the fucking... I hate feet to begin with. Feet are disgusting. No, but like... So like... It doesn't say... Does it have to be peeled off slow? Grab that with pliers and just yank that motherfucker off real quick. But can you imagine kicking a wall with... Like the mm. tooth that go all the way into your toe, like underneath your toenail? Oh, go all the way up under there? That's probably, fucking if I miserable. get up into your toe? Oh. Oh, that'd be terrible. Man, talk about toe jam. Yeah, no shit. <sighs> So, like, my, my original one was, um, but I thought it was way too easy, would be, would you rather pee yourself every day or shit your pants every other day? And I thought about it for a second, and I already shit my pants every other day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, well, fuck, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I mean, getting by doing that. So And you didn't say anything about owning Depends. So. <laughs> so, I went with this one instead. That's a good one. All right, um, let's go ahead and hit our uh, beer review. All right. Um, and again, Ryan, we are having what? We are having Beer for Humans by Ryan Geist Brewery in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's an easy hop ale, 4.5 alcohol by volume. Okay, um, let's go ahead and start with the can design. Um, this is not a sticker label put onto it. It's a random aluminum can that the design is actually put on the can. Yep. Um, I've always been a fan of the Rheingeist uh, logo. Yep. The little skull with the little cone Teardrop, head. Teardrop, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a cone head. Oh, cone Teardrop head. Teardrop makes more sense. It's like the Punisher in the cone head. Had a love child. child. Yeah, a love child. Um, I like the the red, the yellow, and the blue. Little stripes sure. there. Um, the font, it's big enough for you to see. Beer for humans. It, like It's just a simple can, but I actually really enjoy it. What about you? I really enjoyed it too. I thought it was a, a really good beer, really tasty beer, simple beer. You know, it has, like it says, it says it's an easy hop ale, and it does have like the scent and like a very light taste of an IPA. But there's no aftertaste on this beer at all. What about you? I would agree. I think that there is, a, it's just a very, like I said, a very basic tasting beer. It's a, a lot, it's a lager. Like, like, if you was to sit down and, like, blindfold me and put this against, like, a Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, whatever, I can tell this one apart. No problem. Sure. Um, this is better than, like, Miller Light, Bud Light, and Coors Light. This is a good beer. Um, it has a really good aroma. That's where I get the IPA from is the aroma. The aroma, sure. yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but with that being said, like, I really enjoyed this beer. I think you picked a very good and out of five, I would give it a 4.5. I'm going to give it a 3.75. Ryan, add that up because I can't do that. That's that's math, man. 3.75. Like that. Plus what? 4.5? 4. 4. Yes. Oh, wow. 4.12. <laughs> so that obviously gets our one bourbon, one scotch, two beards. Seal of Seal approval. Of approval. Um, definitely check that one out. This is probably one of the best beers we've had since we started the show. I agree. In my opinion, like I absolutely love this beer. I would definitely drink this more often. I, I was going to say, I would pick it up again for sure. Um, you want to head and uh, hit everybody with our socials? Absolutely. Uh, at one beards on in, uh, Twitter, at two beards pod on Instagram, at one bourbon, one scotch, two beards at gmail.com. And one bourbon, one scotch, two beards on Facebook. Do we have a, tw- um, not Twitter, but do we have a TikTok? 
Not yet. We have not started TikTok. I feel like we're not creative enough for it. We could be. We could be? I think we could. Okay. I well, think it, even if we just did our beer reviews on TikTok. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Something like that. Um. Well, that's all we have for today. Um. We will see you guys. We will talk to you guys in two weeks. Two weeks, man. Until next time. Later.